0: good morning good afternoon and good evening everybody welcome back to another show of ignite your heart and soul right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com i'm your host sarah troy and my guest today is denise shard oh gosh she had a rediscovery i love it i love those redirects sometimes they're a nudge sometimes they're a wink wink and sometimes they're a cosmic two by four and she certainly did have her little cosmic two by four she was extremely successful had a wonderful business going um, thought she had it all and then the universe tapped her on the shoulder and said well you know congratulations you've really got some success here but what has it cost you and it had cost her her health it had cost her stress beyond belief stress in the family stress and everything and then she looked at it and goes Is this the kind of success that I want? So we're going to be taking her journey today uh, of her rediscovery, that wonderful redirect of where she is now, that wonderful um, tap on the shoulder that she got to put her on the right path to truly understand what success really is and whom she is helping today with that wonderful knowledge. Welcome to the show, Denise. Ah, Thank you. That was beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. I, I I get off on people having redirects because you know we're always on this expected path of what success is and who you should be and what life should be carved out for you, and we go and follow that path and we feel very pleased with ourselves for look what I've got and the universe girl says yeah very good but it's not where you're meant to be and in the heart and the soul just says, come on, this is where we're going. And if we resist, it's futile, isn't it? <laughs> Cause one way or the other, it's going to redirect us.
1: And <laughs> that redirection in knowing, like you said, that little tap on the shoulder and I had to have the two by four. <laughs> <laughs> Most of us do love. <laughs> um, That um, I was just, um, I'm not only thinking about today in this next step forward, I'm getting that nudge, Mm -hmm. I'm getting that nudge today to go to that next level and this next level of surrender. And that's what 2014 was for me, was a surrender, a surrender to the truth, Mm -hmm. to the truth. And I had been living the lie.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. The lie.
0: Very well. Very
1: successfully. (laughs) Very successfully. And when I speak about the lie, I speak about the part of us that was driving us to the success in the first place. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was, I wasn't good enough. I wasn't enough. And, 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 you know, I've said this to a lot of people, but I really believed that I was bad, like mm. a bad person. And people would look at me like, what do you mean? You're, I felt bad. And my way of compensating for that in its own dysfunctional way was to have material things. Yes. yes. And, um, I grew up in a, family unit where there was no emotional support, Mm -hmm. lots of physical and mental abuse. So I ended up leaving home at 12. Wow. Wow. Um, Where did you go? what's interesting is, you know, the universe is amazing, Mm -hmm. you know, and I look back at my life and so many times I did listen to the call. Mm Mm-hmm. My parents, my father mostly, was involved with very bad people.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And at 12, I didn't know that that was going on, but I knew enough to know that if I didn't get out of there, I wouldn't survive. Mm -hmm. And my very best friend, her father was a deputy sheriff in the community that I lived in. And I went there.
0: From one extreme um, to the other. We, uh, yes, one
1: extreme <laughs> to the other. And um, I told him, if she came, I wasn't going to go home.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And she would come. And he would go to the door and he'd say, nope, she doesn't want to go. And so my mom would leave because he was this authority figure. Yeah. And um, she finally stopped coming. And then my life became about graduating high school. Mm-hmm. That, that was all there was, you know, it's like, well, that's the next thing. And I think the point of what I'm trying to make here is I really had to look to society yes. for who I should be in the world, because I had no guidance from these parents. Right. Um, and so when I started to look at society, as an example of what success looked like. The interesting thing was you needed to be thin.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, I miss this, that boat.
1: <laughs> this is this is the like late seventies, early yes. 80s,
0: oh yes. Oh you, yes. You
1: know, aerobics, step aerobics is mm-hmm. the same thing, right? You needed to be thin and on a diet. Mm-hmm. and money, money mm-hmm was your um,
0: passport to everything,
1: to everything. As long as you had money, you could escape any situation you got into. Exactly. And so I got a job very early on. But what's interesting about um, my story is my um, friend's brother ended up becoming my first husband. So initially I was with him from the time I was 15 Mm. till the time I was 36. Mhm. I had my when I graduated from high school, the one thing I wanted to accomplish in life. I was already 3 months pregnant with my first child. Mm-hmm. And I remember never being able to celebrate. Right. That that
0: goal. Right.
1: Cuz another so, one was already upon you. Yes, you know, my it was it, and it was, you know, that's it was meant to be that way, right? Mhm. Mhm which drove me more to be successful in my idea of success. I didn't want to be like my mother um, who never did anything with her life other than have children. Um, She was mentally ill and depressed most of her life as I have reflected back on that now. Um, And that drove me to success.
0: You were not going to be like your mom.
1: I'm not going to be like my mother. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do everything in my power to do that. Yeah. And so I think in 2014, when I woke up, I realized that I was identified as everything external and nothing Mm -hmm. internal. I didn't know who I was. Right. And it's interesting about 2014, I was 48 years old. And I've seen this in my own clients. You know, we go into menopause mm-hmm. and it's it's a part of the awakening. Yeah. Simultaneously, uh, you hit menopause and it's time to do a life review. It's time to look at your life. Yep. And that typically will last <laughs> the premenopausal <laughs> period. <laughs> yes. And I've seen it time and time again with my clients. Is like you start to look around and go, who am I? Who am I? Because I'm not the mother, I'm not the wife, I'm not the successful business owner. I don't even know who I am, and my identity was so wrapped up in my physical body. Mm-hmm. In, you know, as a, I was a a personal trainer, a professional athlete, everything for me was physical. How my body looked. If I looked good on the outside, then you wouldn't know anything about what was going on on the inside. The outside. facade hmm and that has been unraveling since mm-hmm. um, in 2016 in that business went to a next level it went to a franchise model and I was getting ready to open up multiple locations of this business and I remember I was on my way to India for the first time and I was on the airplane and all of these leases were breaking down. They weren't going through. Everything was getting stopped. And I made a decision on that trip. You know what? Let it all stop.
0: Yeah. You listened.
1: You listened. I listened Mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. And this, this, you know, this was the ultimate success. Right. Everything
0: that you thought would make you happy. Everything that you thought life was about.
1: Exactly. Like this, the fame, the the wealth, the recognition, you know, the validation that I wasn't stupid, that I wasn't, that I wasn't, I was somebody, right? Yeah. Yeah. And when I came back from that trip, and if you've ever been to India, your life will never be the same when you come back. (laughs) I've heard people say that, yes. This particular journey to India was with my husband, who has paralleled my spiritual, my his own spiritual growth with mine. And when you look is this at the
0: the first husband?
1: My second husband. The second husband. Yes, my first husband. I divorced at thirty six. Uh, he, as I look back, he was a narcissist. <laughs> no, I <laughs> know those. <laughs> the, only you too yes, well. <laughs> yes, I mean, and that is a is a whole nother, Yes. Mental experience, mm-hmm. you know? which brings me to another point. But that trip to India was on a motorcycle. I toured India riding my own motorcycle um, through the palm And I was with my teacher at the time. And this trip was about fear. It was about facing your fears. And, you know, India, I hate filth i was accustomed to um comfort <laughs> comfort you know <laughs> um i hadn't seen poverty mhm mhm and i came back from that trip and i i dismantled my life yeah mhm i dismantled You got my real life. i got real mm-hmm. and it wasn't easy no i'm telling you um having some spiritual the spiritual experiences when you allow the spontaneity of your own awakening to happen, it's, it seems surreal. It, mm-hmm. it, it seems weird.
0: Almost like an out of body experience.
1: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, yet there's this part of you that's always internally guiding you. Yes. To surrender to these experiences.
0: It's like finding a good old friend that's been there all the time, right? Oh, yeah. My oh my gosh.
1: And recently, Spirit has been speaking to me with all of the chaos that's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. I just keep getting called come inward, come mm-hmm. inward mm-hmm. towards your sense of self and allow the chaos to go round on around you. And you're safe. You're safe.
0: And you can be safe in the chaos. That's the thing is that, you know, we're always desperate to try and make order out of chaos. But let's look at the wind. The wind doesn't go in a straight linear line. It twists and turns and spirals and goes in nooks and crannies. The current is forever changing. The waves are forever changing. And every single thing has its reason, has its purpose. And this is... We're a part of all of this. And it's, I think when we discover what our purpose is, then we're a part of that chaos. And we understand that the order of that chaos is just how to really ride the chaos, not control it, not systematically make it nice, neat in order and put it in a drawer and file it under da, da 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 da. No, it's how to ride that chaos in its surrender and, and open up to its knowingness and how it's going to guide you. I'll have a sense of wonderment about it because that wonderment is what keeps us alive. I wonder what today is going to bring instead of, oh, God, I wonder what today is going to bring. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that. I love
1: that. And I was just speaking to a really close friend before this interview. Um, the timing of this conversation is so um, divinely. mm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. planned um my mother passed away two weeks ago oh two, I'm so sorry and I was so relieved mm-hmm. but I was rejoicing in the fact that I have spent the last 10 years of my life working on myself mm-hmm Around my relationship with her, mm-hmm. I have no regrets, right? None. And it was like, again, mm-hmm. you know, divine, divine, you've been guiding me, and I kept pushing for this. Yes, this is another level of self discovery, mm-hmm. having her pass, yeah. Um our lives were connected to one very traumatic, traumatic experience that until her death didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about being one with everything, like really one, this in this traumatic experience, um, I watched her endure some sexual and physical abuse by people that my father owed money to. <sighs> mm. And I was instructed by her to stay in the closet. Right to come out. Right, because you would have been a part of it. And um, I've had this memory of being locked in this closet most of my life. Right. And I never understood the meaning of it. Mm -hmm. And sitting in that closet, I couldn't endure any more of listening to what she was going through. This was my mother. This was the person I loved more than anything in the world. I'm I'm six years old. And I made a decision to finally come out of that closet. And I found her lying on the floor near her death. Yeah. I mean, then instinctively I knew she was deciding, right? Yeah. And I remember begging her to please don't leave me and that I would always take care of her. I would be a good girl. I would do anything to make her happy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I shared this story because it set the tone for the rest of my life.
0: Yes. Yes. It will. Something like that is not something you just brush aside. You know, the, the closet was a place of safety, but a place of fear. Absolutely. A place of isolation, a place of not being able to stand up for your mum or for yourself. So, you know, coming out of that closet, you know, is a big thing because you're facing your fear. You're facing it head on. And and you are taking control over it because fear only has control over us when we allow it. (laughs) Yeah. And that you faced it head on and you understand, you know, your mum now has died on her terms not on the terms of desperation or fear or trauma. Absolutely. So. I did. She, when she passed,
1: um, on the 12th of this month, I knew it was divinely yeah. planned. It's like, it was perfect. And I share this piece about this closet piece, because it has to do with two things about our own awakening. And I mm-hmm. think we can, I can, take that experience and share it with you. And you can apply any one of your experiences Mm -hmm. to that. Mm -hmm. Meaning. I had to trust myself. Yes. And come out. And part of our awakening is to trust ourselves. Yeah. Yes. And come out of the closet and come out of the darkness, the darkness of the imprisonment and the suffering of our own mind based upon the projection or the perception of these life experiences.
0: Yeah. And and how many people are in a proverbial closet? You know, um, wanting to be something else but the expectation of who they should be is here. You know, we talk about it, obviously, with people who are gay coming out of the closet, but this isn't just them. This is everybody who is denying who they are, denying the ability to even explore who they are, purely living by life's expectations, society's expectation, where society is royally, royally fudged, right? Right. for a better word (laughs) yes yeah and if you look at society and say this is this is what i have to emulate to uh no thank you right and and it takes that cosmic too before it takes that courage to come out of the closet it takes that that inner strength to say i am so much more than my exterior life And the moment I step into my interior life, I truly find out what I'm here for. Mm -hmm. You know, you talked about the collectiveness. I look upon each and every one of us as a cell within the cellular construction of, of humanity. If our cell breaks down, it can start contaminating the cells next to it. The cell broken down is a broken down society and it spreads very fast. And that's where we are at right now. So if each one of us step into ourselves from the inside out and plump that cell back up to a nice, healthy, pure cell, pure, not in its actions of what it's done, but pure in, in its love, in its intent, then we start seeing a society that becomes plump, juicy, and healthy again. And it's, it's up to each and every one of us to be that cell, to be a part of that collective, isn't it? Absolutely.
1: Have- absolutely and that's a part of you know i just shared with you mm-hmm. some you know some traumatic experiences that allowed me the opportunity to make that cell healthy and yes whole. yes each of those experiences were an opportunity and i know that now and you know i see a world and I've experienced that love. I've experienced it inside of myself and have been able to emulate that yeah. out. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the purpose. Yes. That's the purpose of love. Yep. But we have been trained to not be that. And I think that that's why my life growing up from that moment that I shared with you was very confusing Yeah, because my mother went on to be very, very physically abusive and I didn't understand it. Right.
0: And probably she didn't either.
1: No, she didn't. You know,
0: that's the trouble when people are in this kind of abuse all the time, abuse is all they know. And so it's all they know how to give. In their heart, they're not wanting to hurt you. But if they're around that abuse and they've been broken down so abusively down to nothing, how can they show you love? They've lost love. They don't know what love is anymore. No, And I had this, I'm, I'm beginning to
1: write my memoir Mm -hmm. how perfectly at this time. But I, I remember making the decision and I think this is, this is not uncommon and I have 10 grandchildren how many it has 10 between wow. my and, yes. <laughs> and right now four of them are age 10 and 11 and I remember at age 10 making a decision it was too hard anymore to fight for my happiness my joy and my love any longer mm-hmm. living in this environment where there was this constant state of a of abuse. Yeah. And I remember lying on my kitchen floor with with my face down going, it's just too hard yeah. to be happy anymore. Yeah, I'm just going to conform to society mm-hmm. and the suffering.
0: And I but think you I- had enough strength though, because at the age of 12, it was literally a matter of moments before it would have been mum in the closet and you now yes. paying the debt because um, he could charge a higher price, so to speak, right? Yes. So obviously a person without morals is certainly going to do that. So you were at risk there, but you still had enough inner strength and courage to know that you had to get out of the situation and go somewhere safe. Yes. And that's,
1: that's will. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about will, when I talk about will, I talk about will. That is the divine spirit yeah. within us, always guiding us, always pulling us along on this journey, yeah. on the human path, uh, while the soul wants to have these experiences, all of them, the yeah. good and bad, right? <laughs> and you
0: just keep wanting to experience now, can we, we've done enough of the bad, thank you. Can we see? The balance is off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only good now. I'm moving yeah. over here
1: now. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, I've always been divinely watched out for. My mm-hmm. life has been very, since I left, my life has been very full.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Very full and i look at that and i'm grateful for that but in that experience in that one horrific experience you here i am denise the child watching her mother but yet i am the mother yeah and yet i am the abuser Mm. i am all of those parts but where i got thrown off track is I believe that that's who I was. Right,
0: right,
1: mm-hmm, yeah. And that's part of getting out of the closet.
0: And, and also, you know, your need for success is kind of, I don't know if your dad was still around or not, but kind of showing him, you know, I'm successful too and I didn't have to do it your way.
1: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's so, um, (laughs) so poignant that you said that because I was fit. I was six, you know, I was a professional mountain bike racer. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, and I would go to him with this thought inside myself, look, Look what I've become. Without you. Without you, in spite of you. Oh, you, yeah. Mm -hmm. In spite of what you put us through. Right, yeah. Yeah.
0: And and I think that is, it's it's something that is what anybody who's been victimized wants to do. You know, you, you want to show them, you may have hurt me, but you don't hurt me anymore. I've taken control. And it's only later that we look at in in our trying to take control that we've gone down a different road. But as long as we understand that the road that we've gone down, you know, we come to that junction.
1: And we mm-hmm. go, you know,
0: this this road isn't for me anymore. As you said, everything around you was collapsing with the business. And that was the sign. It was not meant to be. You know, stop. What's the horrible saying of beating a dead horse, right? It's If it's... So many people want to revive or rescue something that is dead for a reason, right? Let it go because there's a reason behind it. Rather put your energy on the reason. Yes,
1: yes. That will guide you forward. Yes, and the reason was me. It's the self. Mm -hmm. And and I think if there's no time in the world to be focused on self, it is now. And I'm not in a selfish way I'm saying in a this is how you're going to survive
0: yeah it, it's kind of survival and frival has gone together yes you know, you yes. know your, your survival can be your frival you know and, and and what we're doing right now through this wonderful redirect the universe has brought to us wow. in a traumatic way is um, is how to navigate these waters And to understand it's not an external water. They don't want you to be in the boat. They want you to get in the water and feel the current. Yes. And allow the current to take you where you need to go. Because this, you know, I say the universe, um, I've been saying for about two and a half years, that the universe is here to shake us up, to wake us up, for us to step up and change it up. And if this is not a shake and wake it up right now, I don't know what is. And it's the invitation where every single living being can be a part of the equation, good or bad. So it's a wonderful time to wake up and go, what am I contributing to the planet, knowingly or unknowingly? What practices can I change? Can I take this time to go inwardly and really discover what it is I want or what I've got to give? And to understand the giving is the receiving. And this and is the time for that reflection, isn't it?
1: It is the time for this reflection. No doubt. Yeah. that this opportunity. And I if I and I hear it in your voice. I'm so happy to be alive at this yes. time. Yes. So happy. Yes. And like
0: because and in we, wonderment. And in wonderment. And in wonderment. Like <laughs> yes. Oh,
1: yes. you know, the divine universe. And Mother Earth knows yeah.
0: what what's what they're doing. Oh yeah, oh. Mama's pissed off. Well, <laughs> <laughs> this is a, this is a notice. Next time it's a delete. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. And, and you know I'm here in California. Yeah, oh.
0: experiencing
1: all of these wild wildflowers and. Yeah. Uh, the last three nights we've been
0: experiencing lightning and thunderstorm. Oh, no, no, you don't need that. You need rain.
1: No, and it's like, I'm, and I'm lying in bed thinking, Mother Earth, you know what you're doing. Yeah. You know what you're doing. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I was going to add, oh, and when you said, you know, step into the waters. Yeah. When I think of stepping into the, into the waters, um, the way to bring ourselves more inward towards our inner truth is to step into the water of our emotions okay. and allow these emotions to move through you but with no attachment thank you of why yeah you're having this emotional experience right. and once the emotional experience the energy of the feeling begins to rise within you mm-hmm. and this is what this is what my spirit has showed me is to al- allow yourself to feel it now feel it because the old saying saying to he- you've got to feel it to heal it is yes. true
0: yes yes
1: but the secret is is to feel it with no attachment to yes. a story
0: yeah yeah you say be emotionally tuned in but don't go to become emotional about it exactly you know because we're so easy to get stuck in an emotion anger hate you know oh, oh me and, and we go for all that emotion and the thing is the emotion is there for you to recognize why am i angry that's making me angry what can i do about it right it's not for you to stay in the anger it's okay. for you to address what's making you angry and rectify it that's what the emotions are for they're not there to 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 put you back in the closet
1: Absolutely not. They're there to move you forward because Uh emotions are energy in motion. They want to keep moving. Yes, And we, that's all we are Mm -hmm. is energy. Mm -hmm. And when we are this one cell within the bigger cell, and we are not allowing these emotions to move through us, that's what's creating the disease. That's what's infecting all the other cells. Yes. Yes. And this has been my journey is to allow these emotions that were trapped in my physical body. That's why my body became ill. That's why everything had to fall apart because I wouldn't stop long enough to feel
0: all of these things. Always running, always chasing, always proving, (laughs) look at me, look at me, look at me. And then, you know, flat on your back going, look at me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: The universe has beautiful ways of always yes. getting my attention. And um, I was out riding my mountain bike about three weeks ago. I live on a, on a 300 acre ranch. Nice. <laughs> and I got bucked off my bike. And I'm lying on my back in the water with my bike still attached to my feet. And the universe is saying, Look around. Mm-hmm. You're safe. Mm-hmm. safe. You're safe. And let go. Let go. And in that moment, because I was listening, I knew what to let go of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was that little girl that had that experience with her mother at five years old. And I had been containing her and keeping her safe for 50 years years yeah and she wanted out yeah she was let me went, free let me free and in that moment i finally realized what to let go of Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's success to me
0: you know you've hit on a huge point a lot of the time coaches and everything will say to people let it go and people go but what do i let go of you know there's so much at this table what do i let go of and it's it's where to start, where to start unraveling. And the thing is, you can't let go on command. You have to put yourself in a place and nature is wonderful for this. The wind is a wonderful way of blowing things out of you. The cobwebs and the clarity, yeah. the water is an incredible conduit. So you falling in the water was no accident whatsoever. And it, where in nature speaks to you? Is it the trees? Because the trees speak. So you you know, it may not be English, but they speak and they can speak loud. And and the earth, if, you, if you're earthbound, the thing is something will always speak to you. And while you're trying to unravel, go somewhere that you know is going to open you up. Because once you open up, that's when the thread starts pulling and one thing after the other starts unraveling.
1: You said that beautifully.
0: And, and it
1: starts with One of my gifts through all of these experiences in life, and I didn't realize it until after I ended my career as a personal trainer, is that everything is stored in the physical body. Everything, Uh even our awakening is stored inside of our DNA. Like we part are a cellular. Mm-hmm. cellular part of the mm-hmm. cell and mm-hmm. that we will awaken when it's time. Yes. When you seek the call. If you don't get it the first time, they'll call you again. <laughs> so as a trainer, I could see how people's bodies weren't functioning. Mm-hmm. I could just look at them and know what happened there. What happened there? And my clients would go, how do you know that? I go, I just know. And I would try to fix this with exercise. Right. And then when I ended that career and really started to go inward and look at my gift, and my gift was, I could see the emotional energy that's trapped in your physical body. Right. And I could also take you on a journey to where that actually came from. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when we talk about letting go, now, I can take you to that thing to let go of. Yes. Because your body knows
0: everything. Right. It hoards everything. Every, it's, the it's, <laughs> it's the biggest hoarder. the biggest hoarder. That's why movement
1: is so important. Breath yeah. is so important. Yes. Um, listening to those, you know, you got a sore pinky. You got a sore mm-hmm. pinky for a reason. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so so much illness today is dis-ease. And it's dis-ease of the psyche, of the spirit, of the heart, of the soul. And I think a great deal of that is we have been conditioned for probably the last hundred or so years. You know, as soon as education became... The big thing. And then, of course, the 70s was the driving force of what is success? More is more is more is more. And, of course, the more you have, the less happy you are. But nobody told you that, right? They just told you to work yourself to death to have more. And we've lived this life of head up, just purely intellect. Yes. Um, or academic intellect, not spiritual intellect, academic intellect. Um, expectation, you know, of society's demand of what you should be in order to be popular or to be liked. And what we disconnected was our soul, because our soul comes in at our gut and what? it speaks to our heart in truth. It goes to our spirit into action and our mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it. And if we're all in head, we're so dis- disconnected from the heart, soul and spirit that all we're getting is what equation. One cylinder, we're not getting the whole cylinder. And this is the reason why the body breaks down. This is why everything breaks down. Yes. Because this alone becomes a treadmill, like a hamster on a treadmill. And we're constantly repeating, repeating, questioning, questioning, and never doing. And
1: you, you touched on you know, that soul being in our core. Mm-hmm. And our soul is connected to the earth. It's connected to our root. Mm-hmm. It's connected to to all of these experiences, right. right? And how that when that soul begins to try to get your attention, it's going to get your attention in your heart center. Yes, yes. And I can remember the first time experiencing that heart and soul connection,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and there was deep, deep grief and mourning for the loss of connection to the self. Mm -hmm. And this is, I see this in a a lot of people. They are disconnected from their own love and they don't even know that they are yearning for it. Right. And then that heart connection begins to happen and then you begin to find... Your, your voice, sp- your voice, And <laughs> also your connection yes. to your spirit. Yes, to your spirit. We, you know, we, you know, the throat chakra is about communication, but it's about communication with spirit. Right. And the spirit right now wants to embody this physical body, but it won't as long as there's still those stuck emotions and those feelings in the, in the physical form. It won't ascend. I say descend. Yes, yes. It will yeah. descend to, to embody the light. And that's what we're here to do. And I see a planet someday where we all walk the earth as embodiments of the light.
0: The As you said, as one. And it's not just as one with each other; it's as one with nature. Yeah. You know, um, when you say you talk to the trees, people go, oh, oh, "Yeah." You know, and I, I literally can. You know, I remember going down an avenue of trees once, and they were extremely loud. And I said, "Excuse me, you're really loud. I can't hear myself think." And they just stopped, just stopped, and then would be a tiny rustle. And I may not understand the language. It's rather like. Um, galactic speak you know people who could speak in tongues they're speaking to resetting you from the inside out but you have no idea what they're saying nor do they nor do they but because the head will get in the way the head will want to dissect it and analyze it and what does it mean we're all doing is the language rather like frequency like um like uh vibration and like um um it's consciousness. Yeah, it, it's it, the rhythm, yes. the rhythm of life. When it becomes entwined with the heart, soul, spirit and, and the chemistry of you and the flow of the universe and you are all in sync with each other, then you start hearing the messages from all these other things because you're in tuned with them. But you can't get in tuned with them if you're stuck in your head because the in comes from the soul, heart and spirit.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And the head is the trap. Yes. (laughs) Oh, boy, is it. (laughs) You know that big word, but, (laughs) I always say sit on it. (laughs) Yes, yes. yes. And and, um, part
1: of living here on the ranch, I was born and raised in this town. Mm -hmm. I've lived my whole life here. And I have traveled the world thinking I would always live somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And I always in, end up here because I live in the middle of a forest.
0: Nice. Very nice.
1: And nature, the trees are always emulating love and support. Mm-hmm. Always. Yes. They're there. I, I sit next to, there's a big oak tree right here next to me outside the window. And I can become with one with this wise oak tree. Yeah. And get grounded and get centered and feel safe and feel loved and yep. supported because nature has a consciousness. Yep. That's the consciousness in which we, the awakened ones, are beginning to ha- be at that same frequency as nature. Yes. It's very uplifting. It's a high vibration. Higher hertz, you Higher know,
0: 580 hertz. up, you know. And I, that's and the I love look vibration. Look
1: And i look at it as this frequency is the sixth and the seventh dimension yes the the bliss consciousness in the cosmic consciousness right um and we are swimming in a 5d dimension right now which some people feel they've arrived yeah um i don't know if i want to stay in this consciousness
0: (laughs) Uh, it's uh
1: um it's re-identification of the ego
0: Oh, I like that. That's very, very good. I like that. I, I should be reusing that one. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I, when twenty twelve happened, I was saying that you know the the three D is the um, the the flight or, or fight emotion of survival. Yeah. The 4D was the awakening to knowing there's something more and in discovery. The 5D was discovering there is more and maybe discovering your purpose. And then the 6th, 7th, 8th, and ninth, 10th and everything is, was immersing yourself in that and rising up into a higher vibration, which we're all being invited. And basically at the present moment, if you're not at the 5th, I mean, the 3rd the and 4th bridge is already broken away. Yes. Yes. And if you're not scouring on that fourth to get to the fifth right now, you know, you could fall off the bridge, but that's yeah. where we're at right now, because as a, as a planet and as an important planet in this universe, uh, we have to raise our vibration because we are literally shattering the earth from the inside out. Yeah. I, as an empath, cannot put my feet on the ground, bare feet on the ground. I feel the pain. I feel the anger. I feel the discontent. Um, and i'm a cosmic being i receive everything from above down and it's so sad to feel this pain from the earth that we as humans no no other creatures on this planet only we as humans have done and what we still continue to do not only to the planet but to each other and politically what we're seeing right now with the COVID, what we're seeing right now the behaviors of people what we're seeing right now is to look at and go really quite honestly Mm -hmm. that is not acceptable and I'm not going to tolerate that anymore I can't be accountable for your actions but I can be accountable for my own and take responsibility of that and rise up um, and I think that's where we're in right now we're in this absolutely hodgepodge of chaos yes and you've got to decide in this chaos how you're going to be in this chaos are you just going to swirl around like the tornado and get lost in it or are you going to find your purpose and calling in this chaos and kind mm-hmm. of come out of it and get, get moving. And, and the, the, in
1: the fourth dimension where you began to realize that you're not your ego, right. you had that ego death, but the ego will always come back alive just because it died. Doesn't mean it won't come back. Trigger triggers, there triggers right, <laughs> and I think that's what we're looking at in this swimming through all of this right. stuff in the fifth dimension is like, what are you going to attach to now? Right. What are you going to identify yourself as now? And it's so important, and I and I can't say this enough that you bring yourself back into your center, into your sense of knowing. Of who you are, and that that communication, that mm-hmm. direct yes. line, that one line, is all you need. And if you're playing out here, you're going to get very confused right now. Yes, yes, very confused. And I'm too, like you. Uh, I feel everything as mm-hmm. an impact. I'm. I've Sunday afternoon. I could feel the anger mm-hmm. all day. Mm-hmm. This is not mine. This is this is humanity. Yes. Is This humanity. And I, yeah, sometimes we have to use anger as a motivator to do something.
0: Right. Well, yeah, I say, um, actionism is the new activism. Activism is rant and rage. Actionism is doing something about it.
1: Mm-hmm. And I was reading something the other day about the ego. Mm-hmm.
0: The ego hates itself. That's where narcissism comes from. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and exactly. we've got a poster child of a narcissist out there, haven't we? <laughs> and, look at our,
2: and look at our society.
0: Yes.
1: Oh my God. Yes. That's, that's why society doesn't have a problem with doing unmoral things to each other. Right. Yes. The ego will always justify it. Always justify it. Yeah. And and those are the ones that are scrambling right now. Right. That bridge yes. is leaving and mm-hmm. are you going to come along? But you got to go through the traffic of the fifth dimension to get there. <laughs> yeah.
0: and, and, you know, just like the way of the dinosaurs, you know, um, as with anything in life, there are going to be people left behind. They have gone as far as their souls will let them go in this lifetime. That's right. I, and, and maybe they need to go to soul school before they come back, you know, because when they come back, they'll come back into a heightened and a more enlightened presence and they need to be that enlightened. I we say to people, please clear up your chute in this yes. lifetime because yeah. otherwise all you're going to do is take it and impose it onto another lifetime. This is the lifetime to get it all together.
1: Yes. And in getting that together, this will tie into the experience that I've been having with um, the, um, the death of my mom mm-hmm. and being called to step fully into the light to release all of them yeah to yeah. release them and so i say that because as each one of us are on our own journey of mm-hmm. of awakening mm-hmm. we're cleaning up our mess from light cleaning absolutely
2: life.
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> de-hoarding right Mm -hmm. you know it's how much do we hold on to from the past you know that i mean this is the true narcissist where you know somebody who hurt them they will never forgive them and they will be out for revenge because it's all about them 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 there's never any other side of the story at all Mm -hmm. um and if we carry all this pain of what people did to us you know um I was watching a show last night where somebody hated someone because they killed someone they loved. And then when it actually came to it cuz they perceived what happened, when it came face to face of seeing the killer and the killer explained what happened and that it indeed was an accident, that changed the whole perception. Yes. But we jump to conclusions. And we jump to judgment. And we jump to condemning before we have all perceptions in place. That's right. And that needs to really be changed because we can't move forward into this higher consciousness with that that judgment, uh, ego there.
1: That judgment, um,
0: even of self. Yes. <laughs> that one, first one has to go, right? You know, you yes. were saying that, you know, when you were growing up about being thin, about being fit, about being luscious, well... You know, I'm a, I'm a 50s kid, I'm 65, so I was, the 70s was my era, right? And fortunately, curves were still in, right? But, you know, the twiggy figure was definitely coming in. And I look back at pictures, which I'm, I'm packing everything right now, and I go, I was thin, and I thought I was fat back then. I love that. That's me too. I yeah, right? that you know? But, you know, the difference is I'm looking at you, you're thin now. I'm not. And you know what? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you know, I no. don't care. You know, it's if I'm going to be judged by the poundage, then it's not the kind of person I want to know. <laughs> right? You're not weighing me out to cook me. So, you know, no. <laughs>
1: and the body has its own natural rhythm. Yes. We think we should weigh this, but the body really likes it here. And once we come into acceptance that our body likes it at this particular way and it functions at its best. Yes. And that it doesn't look the way we thought it would. And we come into acceptance. That's part of coming into acceptance of self.
0: Yes. Yes. It's it's not, stop worrying about what everybody else thinks of you. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, I think that's one of the first things to let go. Ah, What will people think? Who cares? What do you think about you? That's,
1: and we all have, experiences in our relationships with people, their soul experiences. Like Mm -hmm. we need these relationships with people to reflect to us what it is that needs to shift within us or needs to be, that is there, that is good and all knowing. Yeah. And depending upon that reflection, you've already made an agreement with that person to show up at that particular time to have that particular experience, just like the experience with my mother. That was That was supposed to happen, yeah, and I was to learn from that for fifty years. Mm -hmm. But also, what's more important is to know when these relationships are complete.
0: Yeah, because everything does have a completion, doesn't it? it Even in the flow of things, it has a, a chapter. And
1: sometimes we hang on. Yeah, and I say this because it's I hung on to this idea of what a relationship with a mother should be like in a daughter. And a year ago I recognized the last time I saw my mother in person I remember looking at her and going this relationship on a soul level is complete. Mm. And I remember just just being baffled that I could recognize that. Yeah then the next steps I took in my life to society would look like I abandoned her when she needed me the most. And in that moment, I had to decide, I don't care. I'm choosing me, and this is more important than what other people think. Because I know at a deeper level what has occurred.
0: And people look to what you're doing on the surface, but they don't realize energy works across all boundaries and if you have reached an energetic equilibrium with your mother it doesn't matter where you are or when you see her that energy is always connected yes yes and even now even now mm-hmm. but even now
1: it's not my responsibility to continue to
0: suffer right along with her right you yeah. I mean, what is is this thing? Who who decided that humans have to suffer? Now, I agree, we need challenges. We need something that are obstacles and we need to find our courage and find our strength and find our abilities. That is the self-discovery of what we're here to do. That's part of life's journeys. But this whole thing of self-suffering, self-sacrifice, I'm not (laughs) worthy unless I'm sacrificing myself. Who came up with that? I'd like to know that. And I'd like to know that. I'd like to have a good talk with them. It's <laughs> a lot.
1: Like, like we are meant to be enjoying, exactly, even the sad, yes. horrible things. There's, and that's one of the things I realized around my journey is that even though these horrible things were always happening in my life, I was still happy. You're right didn't allow myself to be happy. Right. Guilty for being happy. Exactly. Yeah. I should feel guilty and I think that's where the suffering comes. Right. In. Yes. Yes. What, what have you got to be happy about? And, and you can't be happy if I'm not happy. Yeah. Yeah. You're making me uncomfortable because you're happy, joyful, and loving.
0: Oh, you're so selfish because you're happy. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. And you're the light.
0: Yes, and you're in
1: your and you're bright and you're shining and you're making me uncomfortable.
0: Well, why is because they're not ready to see and you're too bright for them. Exactly, right, and, and so that's, that's that going is- to happen, and you just have to carry on being your light. And one day on their journey, they'll be able to see you. And I think that's something very important on anybody on a soul journey, yes. is it's your journey you're not responsible for taking anyone with you. You're not mm. responsible for anyone understanding what you're going through. They either do or they don't, and they either see your light or they can't. Um, but you are responsible for your own life. Now that doesn't mean turn around, be nasty, et cetera. No, that's not that oh, yeah. at all. But it is understanding that however much you love to take your spouse or your family or your mom or your kids along with you. Um, you can't, you have to go and be who you are for you. And then that truth and that vibrational truth will resonate out to them and seed itself. And then they'll start to see you from a different angle, yeah. but you can't do that while you're still trying to please them or appease exactly. them.
2: Yeah,
0: exactly. And I have, um, and I think
1: that's part of giving yourself permission to be the light. Mhm. Yeah. Giving yourself permission to understand that it's okay, and that is your purpose to yes. humanity. It's yes. for you to be the light. If we're going to talk about purpose, that is it. That is to, it. To walk in in that light, to clear that light, to clean it up, and to keep moving forward. And humanity needs an example of what that
0: looks like, right? And to understand. We look at things as ethoric, ultimate happiness and joy, and then it's crash and burn. Uh-oh. You know, um, I'm a Libra and people think that Libra's have to be constantly perfectly balanced. No. Uh-huh. What it is is the scales are going up and down like this all the time, just up and down a little bit. When it goes to the extreme, extreme up or extreme down, that's when you're out of balance. Being in balance doesn't mean you're rigid. It just means like the wind, like the waters, like energy, you're in flow. You're in, in harmony, in that balance. And that's where we want to get. And I think the word extreme needs to be dropped altogether. Exactly.
1: Uh, when's your birthday? 6th of October. The, okay. Mine's the 24th. So I'm a Libra also. So oh, I get
0: You have the same as my sons. Oh, really? Yeah. Really?
1: <laughs> my brother's
0: the 26th. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so, uh,
1: and that Libra part is a big, as Libras, we are a big piece mm-hmm. to what's happening right now. Yes.
0: Balancing. Balancing. <laughs> Trying to bring an equilibrium to the things, yeah. yeah. It, it, and, it's the same from, from a tornado to just to a good healthy wind. You know, to, a tornado is too much. It's disruptive. A good healthy wind just clears the air. A lovely breeze on a summer's day is heaven. Yes. Right. Um, yes. But everything has its thing. And so, it, you know, tornado, yeah, too much. So, you know, trying to balance yourself sometimes, you can throw yourself completely off kilter. So yes. It's about keeping that nice equi- flowing equilibrium, like, you know, bouncing. Can you lay on top of the water? I can go to sleep on top of the water. Yeah, just just relaxing yes, yes. just bobbing along with the water ah yeah. perfect just did that in Illouette lake up in bc perfect <laughs> 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 but i think you know you talk about being a libra is it, that we are one we also have the ability to see two sides of the story yes Right, and mm-hmm. and to understand that everything has another perspective and it, you know what does the heart say because let the heart overrule you know the soul speak to the heart and the heart overrule and but if the heart is injured it, ha- it sees no common sense no right? no and i
1: and i can vouch for that mm-hmm. everything becomes black and white yeah either or yes you did <laughs> you <Yes>. hurt <laughs> you this yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, it's got to be this way or that way yeah. nothing in between in no. and, and the journey now when we're living in balance is we're living in that in between.
0: Yes. All, you know. Lovely flow all the time. All the time. Yeah. Going with the rhythm of life, which is wonderful. And, and that is the thing, isn't it? Is what is joy? It's not the euphoria. It's the smile. It's the breeze on your face on a summer's day. It's watching children and animals play. Yes. It's watching an old person get up and jig to the music. It's, it's mm-hmm. hearing somebody's good news. It warms you. It warms your heart and your soul and your spirit, and it uplifts you. And I think one of the problems and the reason why so many people turn to drugs or alcohol or extremes or um, any form of addiction is that they're looking for that extreme high because they're so low. And if they looked more into the balancing, they understand the extreme high is a lie as well. Yep. Right. Yep.
1: Because you're always chasing it. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. And all yep. it's going to do is drop you right back down again. Yep. Yep.
1: And that's the, that's the experience of when we get the call. Yeah. You know, we're on that high. We've yep. succeeded and then everything gets taken out front. I'm, I'm, you sure?
0: Yeah. You sure this is what you asked for? Here you go. I mean, I'm just a, you know a podcast network self-discovery media network um got about 2500 collective shows on here and I, I call myself the plotter and people say why don't you do this and why don't you do that and i've got some plans for us so, to definitely expand but it's me and it's you know um for a while i was kind of feeling guilty that well i should be doing this and i should be doing that and you know no. I have an orchard of wisdom here, a library ready for the clicking of people like yourself who have found the strength, found the courage, found their abilities, found their purpose, and now sharing those golden nuggets of wisdom with other people. So, you know, we also have to look at what is success. That success to me is this library of awesome people, ordinary people who, have, who are doing extraordinary things because they allowed it to happen. They went with the flow. Um, they were in that discovery. And it's not about being the next this or the next Oprah. Oprah's Oprah. I'm sorry. And I think the moment you start stepping into yourself and being happy with who you are and what you've got to give on whatever level and leave the word com- competition out of it
2: mm-hmm. and look
0: more to collaboration and cohesiveness, then you will actually understand you reach more going wide than you do aiming for the height. Absolutely absolutely
1: and the uniqueness of each of one of us yes. is, is part of the journey yeah of this lifetime yeah discovering that and you know we talked about earlier that each one of our journeys to awakening is so different yeah so different our spirit is unique in itself and it will guide each one of us and gather and give us our messages along
0: the way in our own way when we listen when we choose to listen, and if we don't listen, the old cosmic comes by. Going? <laughs> Are you listening now?
1: <laughs> buck you off your bike.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Little water for a conduit. <laughs> Here's the message. <laughs> yeah, and and it's okay. Don't beat yourself up because you didn't hear it the other time. You know, um, it's it's about listening in the now. You know, and not, well, when did I get this message earlier? Maybe you weren't ready. Maybe the synchronicity of life wasn't ready. You'll get it when you're ready and when right. it's ready for you to get it. That's right.
1: It's never too late. Never,
0: never, never. never. Ah. For as long as you're living, keep on um, keep on giving. Yes. So, Will you share what your program is, what you offer your clientele, and how people get hold of you? I am... Um, have a couple of different
1: things. One of them being, um, I use the ranch as a way to invite women and men um, to come and experience themselves in nature d- with a private retreat. And usually the private tr- retreats are three to four days, and you come and you live. And um, we practice my way of living, which is just meditation, being in nature, taking walks. Um, You get to have opportunity where you get to be alone Mm -hmm. by yourself in nature and allow whatever experience wants to arise from that um, place that you are in nature. And the wonderful things about the ranch is it has different ecosystems. And I have noticed and many, uh, People have come here for their private retreats. Mm -hmm. They have different experiences, but similar experiences, depending if they're by the water or if they're in the forest or if they're in the gully, in the ferns, Um, it's all different. So that's one of my most favorite ways to be with my clients is to have them come.
0: During COVID, obviously that's
1: on hold. Um, we still I've I'm still open to having guests where I've had three guests even since COVID um, I'm I'm You know, I don't live in fear right any longer caution.
0: Yes, but not fear
1: right, you know caution, but not but not fear and then other ways I work with my clients is I work with them in three month or six month increments where we we release these emotions that are trapped in your body and allowing yourself to come into the light of your true nature to be able to have that place where you discover your own gifts mm-hmm. and clients that work with me for that six month period get to just not only discover their gifts, but find out how they actually use their gifts with their clients in their business.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah. So whether to, it's a redirection or whether it's a redirection within the business they're doing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's,
1: it's all tied to, the light. It's yeah. all tied to that relationship you have with your innermost being, your soul, mm. your spirit. And that will all show up in your, in your business because as entrepreneurs, we are an extension of our oh, business.
0: We are our business because you know we should be who we are in everything that we do. Yes. Right? It's the same okay. face just a different uh, different application but it's the same face on all levels
1: absolutely so you can um you can contact me at denise at your that's the name of my business and my website um if you're interested in working with me in any of these levels a private retreat or a three-month or six-month program um, and i have um, today i'm offering a free uh, meditation and it is about your sense of self. It's, mm-hmm. it's a meditation that guides you inward um, and allows you to experience um, your inner awareness.
0: And that, that is wonderful because for some people, it's just that start, you know, just that start that they need, you know, something to kind of shift them from where they are uh, to see that there is something out there, you know, just that little crack in the door. And with that crack in the door, then, oh, well, you know, let's see how far this opens. And so by offering that, that's a wonderful way of introducing it to people. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, your energy awakening, you know, I love the title of that because that's what we are talking about is absolutely everything in the universe and on earth, we're all made out of the same particles and everything can be measured in energy and frequency is energy. Everything is mathematical. It's all measured, and it, yes. but it's also it's important that it's all in flow, yes. and that's the important thing: is get into the flow of life, get into the flow of your life, the rhythm of your life along with nature, and understand that in togetherness, uh, as one, it's you are bringing your instrument to the orchestra. Yes, right, and your instrument. You need to know how to play it. So when you bring it to the orchestra it's going to create the harmony, the symphony that's going to go out there an in invitation to others. And you've got to make sure you join the right orchestra as well. You so, do. Because there's many orchestras and it's, you know, which one is for you? But first, what's your instrument? Mm-hmm. Because we need you. We need you out there. You are part of the solution to the world's problems right now the more you awaken the more you step into your purpose and your calling the more you step into that energy awakening the more you become a part of the solution
1: absolutely and that the, the people <coughs> that i know i'm destined to work with are on that journey they're yeah. a part of that bigger piece of the puzzle they're leaders already right now we're taking their leadership role to this next level mm-hmm. leading as the light, as the love, as the joy, as the wisdom, yeah, as the spirit, as the divine.
0: And I think if I've done an awful lot of business shows and the beauty of it now is no longer is it profit at the expense of people and planet. It is people and planet and all living things where profit will come from. And the more we we invest in people, the more we do things in authenticity. And the authenticity isn't just a fake word. It is coming from your soul and your spirit. Before people are going to do business with you, they're going to buy you. Do I connect with her energy? Is she speaking to me? Do I feel a synergy here? And when they do, now they want to know what you do. So it's no longer about blah, blah, blah. This is what I do. We don't give a shoot about that because there's so many other people doing that. It's yeah. Yeah. how can I resonate with you? Can I hear you? Are you speaking to me? Is your story similar? You know, where's that vibration, that energy vibration? And when people connect with that authenticity, that is when they are willing and able uh, to receive what it is that you have to give. So it's not about you turning up and fixing them. It's about you conducting them. Yes. Yes.
1: And it's about, I love what you're saying um, because we're moving into a time in business and you said this, it's about allowing. Yeah. It's about receiving. It's about magnetizing. It's mm-hmm. about attraction. It's no more about doing and sales and, yeah. and getting people to want you. It's, a, it's absolutely about you showing up in your authentic state of being and and all your flaws and and as i said i've spent my whole life making sure that everything was in order and now it's about moving into it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter are you're either going to vibe with me at that frequency or not
0: and that's as clear as it is you know i I always say i'm not everybody's cavity i'm somebody's you know cup of black rich coffee
2: yes
0: it's okay you are not going to connect with everyone and that's part of the ego that wants to do that you know you want to be loved by everyone you want to connect to everyone you want to be the answer for everyone no and you also beyond what you offer and uh, you know how people are receiving it you can't go beyond that what they do with it is up to them and so very often beyond igniting someone's heart and soul they go off and take flight you may never know where they go so it's also a letting go of what is the end result that's right i don't always know
1: what my divine energy mm-hmm. does for people i walk out in the world and i don't know how it affects other people and that's none of my business exactly but as i'm allowing pure source the divine to move through me to touch those people that it's meant to touch yes and it's not for me to know who that is right nope. it is for me to know who i am and to show up
0: yes in alignment
1: with my own truth and it is about truth right now
0: yes your truth truth not on anybody else's truth. Your, truth your truth your divine truth
1: and uh I had a conversation with someone the other day and, and she was telling me she wasn't smoking, but she was smoking. I could hear her, right? <laughs> and what I had what I, in that moment to recognize is some people don't know that they're not telling the truth. That is very true.
0: and that, that doesn't Because mean, they've lied to themselves. So it's so easy to lie to you because they think that's the truth.
1: <laughs> right and then that's that when that moment i could have some compassion for them right it wasn't about the dishonesty it was about the unawareness
0: right yeah it, it's um if you play back something to somebody said i didn't say that here's the record was that me? <laughs> of course, a narcissist will say, that's not me. you got somebody <laughs> else's voice there. But when other people go, is that me? Did I say that? Mm. That awareness, because we have got so much old patterning in us. Do not think that just awakening and learning these tools and skills and opening up is going to get rid of some old programming. It will, you know, the programming has to deprogram over a period of time. And the Mm -hmm. more you mess into the new program, the more the, you know, old programming will go, but it's still going to raise its ugly head now and again. And you've got to just be aware of that emotion. What has brought back that emotion? Mm -hmm. And, you know, that is an old me. I don't need to know that. Delete. Yep.
1: And, that, and once you are aware of it, yes. now there's the opportunity. Yes. And that's the beautiful thing about being aware of yourself because yep. you get to witness yourself every second of
0: the day. Right. And you know, if you don't like you, how are others going to like you? That's right. Right. And liking you, we know we grew up in an era, who do you think you are liking yourself? full of your own self-importance. And I say yes, you need to be full of the importance of self because if you're not in the importance of self and looking after yourself in every way and allowing yourself to grow, allowing yourself to step into that knowingness, then your importance of being is is invalid here. So, but there's a very different thing from self-importance which is ego and insecurity derived. Right. right? So it's knowing the difference. Right,
1: And we're talking here about knowing yourself yeah. in a way that when we continue to keep focusing and we keep honing and becoming more clear and becoming more aware to where you're in that space where you float along, yeah, where you get to float and yes. really enjoy this human experience.
0: Which is very enjoyable, isn't it? It is. is. Isn't it calming? Don't you feel a sense of calm with everything that you do? A sense of ease? It's no longer something you have to force yourself or be anxious about. You just are. You're just being. It just is. And and
1: that's like coming, you know, doing the show today. If you Mm -hmm. would have met me a year ago, I would have been a nervous wreck. You know? it, it feels very natural to be here. And and when you experience life from that sense of knowing, mm-hmm. there's so much ease and yeah. comfort and that's joy. That's that is joy. It is.
0: It's like joy. a warm arms of love around you, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. And, um,
1: Oh, a couple of months ago, I remember going on a walk in the forest and having this sense of self, this loving experience. And I remember looking at the rocks and being in love with the rocks. Mm -hmm. And then looking at the dirt. Oh, I just love the dirt. (laughs) And then I decided to test it. So there was a pile of cow shit. Oh, I love that cow shit. And the the universe just started responding. I started noticing flowers and plants Mm -hmm. that I had never seen before. And then came this moment of laughter. Like everything I looked at, it was this belly laugh that came from the depths of me. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I realized that the nature and universe had been
0: waiting for me to see it for me mm-hmm. see it yeah i know and you know when you're there with it it's a whole new conversation it's a whole new awareness and it's you also discover what's actually in those woods you know the fairies and the gnomes that everybody think is mythical you start seeing them yeah. <laughs> you know, you start seeing other things that were shrouded to the non-vibrational mind, but the mind that is connected, the heart and soul that is connected on the higher frequency, you start seeing things in a way that you never saw before. And the big word that comes to us is gratitude, isn't it?
1: Oh my goodness. It's so much gratitude. Yeah. So much gratitude. That's what brings the happiness. Yeah. That's when you, when you're in gratitude, you're grat, you know, i I'm grateful every day for mm-hmm. everything I've ever experienced, and then that's that is the happiness. Yes, that's the happiness. Yes, no, it's just allowing yeah. to be happy. It's
0: always the simple things. Yeah, it always simple. Mm-hmm. You simple. know, history has shown us everybody that has tried to go to great heights and grandeurism and up on that pedestal or the ivory tower that the people that keep them in the tower, if you do not treat them well, the tower will crumble and you will fall. And America's falling right now. And so are various other parts of the world because they lived in this opulence and this expectation, this falsehood. And it's like the whole facade is crumbling. And you know, with the movements that we're seeing out there right now, the coming together and coming together in love, coming together in justice, It's not about fight with fight. It's about fight with love. You know, combat it with love. Because the more we come together in love and the more we raise that frequency, the more that the hate cannot survive. It cannot survive the power of love. And that is really where our power lies right now, isn't it? First find that love within yourself and exude it out in everything that you do and just bring it to that collective. That's
1: that's the importance of going inward. Is yeah. finding that's what you're looking for. You're looking for that love within you that's never not been there. Right. Mm-hmm. You've been looking outside, externally, for something to to ignite that within you. Yeah. And it. We do need the external to ignite us. Yes. To go the inward. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Well, that, that's the difference between the universal spirits. They are without body, and when we actually understand the gift of the body and the senses, um, I talk a great deal of sensuality, which isn't sexuality. It's being in tune to our senses, and when we're in intuement of our senses, that's when we start to see, hear, taste, and feel so much more clarity, and the gift of the body of being able to touch to hold to taste to feel even the negative emotions a spirit does not feel those things so when you put the two together you really understand what kind of gift it is
1: oh it's an an absolute gift and the sensual energy is the Mm. divine Mm -hmm. it is the divine yeah and it is connected to our life force, yes, what just happens to be connected to our sexual energy.
0: Right, yes, <laughs> where, where is the root uh, of survival? It is right at the there. vagina, <laughs> right <laughs> where birth happens, right, that's where joy happens, and it's <laughs> a part of that awakening. <laughs> it
1: is a part of the awakening, and I look at the vagina is the doorway. Yes. To the soul. Yes. In yes. and, and the way you described it, you know, that soul igniting, rising yep. up, opening up the heart, yep. coming into the throat, yes. into expression, and then comes into a thought form. Right. Yes. And that door, and this is, um, this is a program that mm-hmm. I am on the verge of, of, um, of creating. I published a book back in March. It's called Illuminate, and it's, um, it's poetry written um to ignite the speaks to the soul but it ignites the spirit and as soon as i published that book like i pushed the button to publish Mm -hmm. spirit spoke to me and this sexual energy comes in the central Mm -hmm. form which is the divine Mm -hmm. the sexual form which is our emotions which Mm -hmm. is our our passion which is our ability to co-create yeah and then we have this erotic sex energy, which is actually the sex right? Mm-hmm. act of. And that we, because of the experience that I had with my mother, mm-hmm. watching her sexual suffering, it led me to the light with something that I wrote about. That women have ignored this part of their body. Yes. They don't have a relationship with no. it. No. And. Um, have they even looked at it? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, it's, it's, uh, but it's also something that if you're aware of, it's, it's a faux pas, you know, um, it's, you know, uh, uh all about the sex. I've, I've got these, uh, genre of sensual expressions and, you know, and, and it's about the, the, the sensuality. And for me, um, in order to turn that on, turn on my spirit. <laughs> <You Yes. know>? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but we as human beings and, and the near of us always thinks that that's what you have to turn on first, not the spirit and everything else. And when you do, turn on the soul, the spirit, and the heart into that heightened sexuality, then the sexuality is beyond words. Beyond words. Yeah.
1: Because we are an expression of the divine. Right. And as the divine, we are pure love, and it is sensual. Yeah. It yeah. is. It is um, very sexual. Yes. And that's it. Gets misinterpreted. This love yes. can be misinterpreted as I want sex.
0: I, and and the, I want sex is just like a fornication. Yes. You know there isn't any, amusement. Uh, Of anything you know it's just um, something I can't say on air (laughs) (laughs) and that's that's all it feels like you know just like yes couple of animals humping and that's it no pleasure Um, but when you when you step into the sensuality of all the senses and then Mm -hmm. you understand what it is and that ignitement with universe and body mind whole and spirit it is transcending
1: it's transcending to be in that moment in the of but you're connected to yourself yes, yes. Yeah. and you're connected to the divine and then when you reach that euphoric state you are the closest
0: to the divine that you will ever be right yes <laughs> there is your symphony yes, yes, it is. <laughs> you're gonna to have to come back and uh, share that book when you've got right. it written love yeah yes. how do people get your current book they can um,
1: go to amazon and the book is called illuminate You can buy it from Amazon um, or you can um, contact me at um, yourenergyawakening.com and I will sign a copy and send it to you.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, this has been a delight. We could carry on talking, but I yes. have to bring the show to an end and I definitely want you back when you write the other book, for yes. sure. I yes. get it on those uh, central expressions because, yes. boy, do we need to do some expressing. We We've do. been sending out the wrong message, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> if we
1: raise our frequency here. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. And, uh, you know, I always find um, when I do a show where my literally my body heat rises, I always know that that energy has completely Completely risen up a uh-huh. few octaves which it has so thank you <laughs> time thank to put you. the fan on <laughs> <laughs> this has been wonderful thank you so much love it's been great having you here and uh, you know you reached out to me after listening to another show and i appreciate that thank you because you know when you've resonated with somebody else's story then i know the, the story that you're wanting to tell is on the same frequency so thank you for doing that thank you for reaching out and to anyone else that's listening If you've got a story that you want to share, then contact us at info at selfdiscoverymedia.com. But please reach out to Denise. You know, somebody that's lived through it, living through it, being there, doing that, they are the best teachers. They're the best guardians. They're the people that understand your journey. They understand your blockages. And they're just simply there to conduct you into your own beautiful musical instrument. And once you get out there and you start playing it, oh boy, are you going to understand? You can't understand until you're willing to go through the process. Be willing to go through the process and then hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks so much, Denise. Until, and we'll have her back soon with her next book for sure. And until next time, folks, please just shut off everything out on the, on the outside. Listen to your inside. It's desperately trying to guide you, to speak to you, to connect with you. Nothing else matters what's going on around you, what's going on inside of you make that self-discovery until next time. Bye for now. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com shows, and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.